new life for me. Ooh, 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 ooh. And I'm feeling. I'm a hustler's hustler against this gangster. I'm a rapper's rapper, your favorite, ain't I? Say what? Ain't I? What up, y'all? It's your boy DJ Authorize. I authorize this. The GVG brothers from the same mother. Coming at y'all on politics, sports, cars, and cigars, y'all. Give it up for the GVGs. All right. I love that introduction by our. DJ Authorize getting us started for the Grim Brothers East Coast, West Coast podcast, hopefully number one. We'll see if it works. And kicking it off, this is uh, East Coast checking in. West Coast is here. All right. Nice and sunny here. Sunny there. And uh, yeah, I'm looking out my window and all I see is white snow, just snow. Okay. White stuff. That white stuff. In California, that white stuff is cocaine, but out here on the East Coast, the white stuff is snow. Well, unless you're Donald Trump Jr., right? Right. Then it's baby powder from fucking your best friends in the butt so you don't get a rash. <laughs> oh, whatever. I, I, that's a tough way to start. Speaking of uh, fucking your best friends in the butt and having baby powder, how are you doing? I don't do that anymore. That was when I was young and needed the money. Okay. Okay. And grandma used to put the baby powder, you know, on your little schmeckula, she would call it. So you didn't get a rash after she gave you a bath. You know what, though? She did it till I was 19 and then she stopped. Okay. Uh And I have perfect skin down there. It's perfectly fresh. It's perfectly fresh. Yes. Nice and smooth. She took good care of your schmeckula, as she called it. She She used to bathe me, right? Yeah. So which, which we when don't, she say let's play sink the submarine, now I get that's, it. That's disgusting. Oh my god, where was mom, man? Why wasn't she? Why wasn't she paying attention to this shit? Oh, she was still right? in bed sleeping. Mom would wake up at around two o'clock in the afternoon. So oh, be right? nice. I'll be nice. <laughs> Love you, mom. Love you, mom. Uh, so <laughs> what's uh? Hey, I have a question for you, Mister Mister GQ Fashion. Uh, yes. What do you wear when you podcast? When you do podcast, when you zoom and you stuff, are you ever dressed up or what do you wear? Do you do you like like to look good in the morning when you sit down and get on a Zoom call? So before COVID, absolutely all the time, right. right? I love fashion, as you know. But um, after COVID, you know what? I wear joggers all the time, workout shoes, and cargo you know, shorts. Do you wear cargo <laughs> shorts? Oh, please tell me you're kidding, right? You know what? <laughs> You, cargo shorts? No, no. Throw them away. Throw them away. Why? There's I got no use for shorts. them. Man, I could put so many things in. Oh, yeah. Wait. There's yeah. called a backpack. Wear a backpack. You don't. What are you, you going to carry? Your phone, a hammer, oh, so, some duct tape, so, zip ties. So you wear your nice GQ whatever shorts with a fanny pack, right? You have a fanny pack that you use. Well, funny you say that because actually, I might have a couple of Gucci. Call it fanny packs, but we like to call it crossbody now. Cross you wear a crossbody. <laughs> Yes, uh, yes. Hey, you know what, Brad? You know what? You don't let the clothes wear you. You wear the clothes. Oh. 
And you know what? Cargo shorts, they wear you. They wear you. They wear you. Okay. Uh, yeah, and then and then you probably wear those with Crocs and black fucking socks to your No, knees. no, 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 no. I, you probably do. I, no, never wear black socks with my Crocs. I don't wear Wait, socks with my Crocs. You don't Crocs. have Crocs, do you? Do you uh, well, yeah, I have Crocs. You have Crocs? Yeah, because it's out here on no. the East Coast, man. I got a great Croc story for you. And this ain't a okay. Croc. This ain't a Croc. So... Two years ago, uh, we had a snow that came down, and I decided I needed to kind of run out. We were all going out somewhere. Uh, we had friends over, and the stairs needed to be shoveled real quick. So I ran out to my stairs, and I took a shovel, and I just threw on my Crocs, which actually have like a furry inside that I just slide on real quick to run outside. So I'm in my Crocs, pulling the snow off my stairs, and... Fuck if my feet go flying out from under me <laughs> and I land right on my quad on the stairs and I, I tear my quad. I mean, tear my quad like fucking pain like I thought the bone broke through my, my pants. And I didn't have to have surgery, but it took a long time to heal. Don't think I don't hear that laughter, by the way. Um, and if, working out wise, it, it's... It took two years to recover. Speaking of working out, how, how often do you work out? Every day? Uh, Monday through Friday. Monday through Friday. And yep. I was thinking about this because you and I both work out all the time. Right. And uh, do you remember how you started getting into working out? You got me into it. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. I used to yep. make you meet me in the evenings after work and we'd work out, right? Yep. Where yep. did we and go? You got me into Holiday running, spot? but I, I can't I hate running. I just I can't stand jogging running. I'd rather fast walk. Well we never we never ran. I've never been into running. I still do it every now and then with my oh, dog. Oh no. No, no, no. Let's go back to like late seventies, early eighties. You and your really, really, really short dolphin shorts and like a crop top. You look like Richard fucking Simmons. No, I didn't because I was in shape. <laughs> And I didn't have the stripes. Okay. I did have my dolphin shorts. But back then, I was running up to 10 miles a day. And right. that's what people wore. But I never looked like, oh, well, I guess because of my my Jufro. Right. Okay. Actually, I thought the way you looked, I thought people were chasing you. You thought people no. were chasing Well, I could yeah, say that the about the you. Short with, shorts and the shorts I could say that about you with some of the pictures I've seen in your closet with some of those, like, Things hey, that you hey. wear that have multicolor rainbow shoes and bikes. Hey, hey, those are Christian Louboutins. I'm a big Louboutin fan, man. Okay, come on, Louboutin everybody doesn't have spiky like, shoes. Louboutin sounds like something you got to do before you fuck somebody in the ass. You got to Louboutin yourself, and then <laughs> what? What the fuck is Louboutin? Hey, it's his last name. Okay, he's a very nice guy. I know him well. Okay. Oh, there you go. There you he's go. He's a nice everybody. guy. And <laughs> so you're. Your attire that you have is yes. is very uh, LGBT inspiring with uh, a lot of your gay followers. I would say that you have. Oh wait, I, go ahead. Uh, well, I had a huge following right until I got kicked off Twitter, and let's just say I might have started another account last week. But right. yeah, a lot of the gay guys liked me. In fact, some of the stuff that I posted, a lot of gay guys said. I'm a gay guy, and that's extremely gay. <laughs> so you're more gay than the gay guys. Not that there's anything Correct. wrong with that. Okay. 
Very nice. And so you've been kicked off Twitter for life. I've been kicked off Twitter for life. A little background for everybody. Uh, the two of us have been fucking around on social media since social media existed. There used to be this site called classmates.com. Uh, still there. Before, oh, it's still there. Before yeah, Facebook it's still dying, but yeah. So we got on to classmates.com and kind of we were reconnecting with some some people and then for some reason I was able to convince you to give me your your password and login information. I, I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. I don't know why. I was never using it. Yeah. And yes, I gave you my password and login information because I think you might have got kicked off or something like that already. Yeah, I got kicked off. I give it to you. And then next thing you know, I get emails from people like, are you okay? What's new? Do you need any help? I'm like, what the fuck is this? So then I click on the email. It goes to classmates.com. And you put a picture of a guy living in a cave saying how I lost everything. I'm homeless. And I just need a few friends. <laughs> so that was, everybody felt bad. That was, one of yes. the, that was one of the better things I did. I really love that. So you've been kicked off of, of uh, Twitter. I've been kicked off in of Twitter. You've yep. for some reason felt like you needed to reestablish yourself on Twitter. So you're back on Twitter using an alien alias and right. uh and somebody trusted you to give you their cell phone number and they need to go to the semantics. Don't worry about that. Okay. But okay. I got kicked off it because uh Scott Bale and I were going at it with one another. Right. And he's not that funny. But um I think when he called me a fucking moron, and then I said, no, actually, if my dick was in your mom, I'd be fucking a moron. And then, I don't know if that did it, or the one when I said, if your mom only swallowed the night you were conceived, Scott. I think that did me in. Let's go back to the part where you said something about Scott Bale's really not that bad of a guy, right? <laughs> what was well, um, so that one was, hey, just ran into Scott Bale. He's actually a really super sweet guy. And then I put dot, dot, dot. Um, except he fucked up my decaf vente mochaccino and got my name <laughs> wrong. Yes, that went viral, and then he called me a nobody clown or something like that. Right, so uh, basically we could say the reality show with you and Scott Baio would be called something like Stevie Don't Love Chachi. Exactly, Yeah. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. All right. You know what? Yeah. He's, he's, a, he's a bitter fucker, and... Um, for being a really good Christian, yeah. he says a lot of negative things to women, but he, whatever. He's a Trumpster, right? Total Trumpster? Yep. Yeah. Big time. Big yeah. time. Yeah. So let's get into politics. East Coast, West Coast, keeping it real. Now it's time for the GBGs to school us on some politics. Let's go. We basically got to start with Ted cruising to Cancun. Uh, Flying, lying Ted. Oh, my God. Do you know that if you put the letter R in Ted, it actually, you could write the word turd? I didn't realize that, but, so I call him, yeah. my new name for him is Turd Cruising for Nachos. I mean, did you see him in his polo shirt in the airport? His big fat belly looked like he was smuggling dildos out of Mexico in his shirt. Uh, so here's my, here's my question. What's the definition of a sociopath? It's a person with a personality disorder manifesting itself in extreme antisocial attitudes and behavior and a lack of conscience. Yeah, that, that basically works. That kind of describes 
that piece of shit that decided to desert his state of Texas when so Congress is on recess so all the senators and representatives could go back to their states and do work there before they come back to D.C. And Cruz goes back to te Texas and this terrible, terrible winter freeze comes and, you know, everything blacks out in Texas and there's no water. It's horrible. It's terrible. Horrible. So what does he do? He goes. Well, well, what does he do or what does he say he did? Right. He got caught lying. Right. So he, he escapes with his family to Cancun, right? Where it's 85 degrees. Right. And uh, he basically blames it on his daughter, says he was just going to get her there with her friends and then come back. But the airline actually said, so he, he got there. He went back to the airport the next morning uh, and got a flight back to Texas. And the airline said he exchanged that flight ticket for six at six o'clock in the morning. He was originally supposed to be going back on Saturday, but he lied and said he was yep. planning on coming back right away. I mean, okay, so here's another definition for you. Hubris, a, a personality quality of extreme or foolish pride or dangerous overconfidence. All these politicians, these pretentious, above-the-law attitudes. Narcissistic. Yeah, the idea that their hypocrisy won't be remembered, it's fucking insulting. They, they just turn around and lie. You know, I hate saying it, but he's in Mexico while Texas is turning blue. But she got me on the counter. Wasn't me. So, um... The interesting thing is he's like he needed to accompany his daughters, right? And then his wife was on the flight. Well, check this out. Um, all the text messages just came out today. Right. So his wife was text messaging a lot of people. This thing was planned. So I get, you know what, if he wanted to get his family out there, okay, right? right. You know what? I get it. He should have the fucking balls to stay there, though, with his constituents, know what they're going through, right? Kind of be there for them. And let me tell you. I think we can agree on this one. If it was Gavin Newsom or one of our senators, right, on the Democrat side, right, I'd be fucking furious also. I would. Right. We're not hypocrites, right? We're going to call them out, right? Well, and it's like what's going on in New York, too, with Cuomo right now. Yeah. Okay. Cuomo's under a ton of fire yep. because of the, you know, senior citizen living facilities where yep. they basically have come out and lied about the amount of people that died from COVID, he's actually even threatened a politician, basically saying, if you don't yep. get on board with what I'm saying, I'll destroy you. I mean, so CNN, Mario, oh, Mario Cuomo, uh, Andrew Cuomo is our governor. Mario was the father who was the governor. Andrew Cuomo, who's our governor, his brother, Chris Cuomo on CNN. I haven't heard him talking about this. And, no, Chris hasn't. Yeah, and that kind of disturbs me a little bit. That uh, we, you're right. We have to come out about Cuomo. We have to be fair about what he's doing. We have to, you know, report it correctly. Same with Gavin Newsom and yeah. the stuff that he's done in California. It's like we can't pretend like it's only the Republicans that are, you know, pretentious, hubris, uh, sociopaths. We have our share out here also. And you're right. I think the key word is narcissism. That they're all oh. they're all so into themselves and think their shit doesn't stink. But uh, 
you know, we, we have to be honest and call them out. You know, there's a woman that I love, and, I, and, and I've told you about this before. She is one of my favorite in politics, and she's one of the few that I agree with every single fucking time. I believe she's out of Orange County, named uh, Katie Porter, and uh, just an amazing, amazing woman. I mean, she's calling out Biden right now on a few things, and I think she's absolutely correct. And um, I could be wrong, and, and uh, I think she might have been a CIA analyst back in the day. I know she was a professor, right. um, just an amazing woman. And this is the kind of p- people that I like. And I look at Biden and I think Biden, you know what, is honest and open. If he doesn't know the answer, he doesn't know the answer, right? He has gaffes, he stutters and all that. I get it and so forth, right? But, you know, it, it's just, it's, it is refreshing, but it's really scary where the country is right now. I know. And here's the way I feel about Biden. He, he's got a lot of work to do. He's got to clean up a lot of shit and... Their communication right now about, you know, getting teachers vaccinated and kids back in school has been a little off. And they need to figure out uh, exactly what they're going to do. His, you know, saying that we need to get the minimum wage uh, worked on and then backing down a little bit on that. He needs to uh, student loan forgiveness. He's come out and said some things and then is we can't do it he's like we can do a little bit but we can't do it right and i i appreciate that right 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 but don't say you can before and now say you can't and there are uh you know but he's only been in office for a month all right he's cleaning up so much it's like yes it's like you 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 came home and your bedroom has been ripped apart and you have to like you have to clean it up that's what it's like for him going into the presidency, he's got to clean up all the shit that Trump left. It's, it's like you, it's like you left your fucking creepy ass nephew at your house, house sitting while you're on vacation. You come home and there's dildos and all this shit laying around. That's Trump and his family, right? Right. Got to clean that shit up. <laughs> and big map wrappers and you know French stale French fries. Uh, so, Trump is the Republican Party really trump's party still what do you i mean because they right they, right they still um i think it, well so something i saw last night it, it 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 is right now margie taylor green has more support in the republican party than liz cheney that that's amazing that's just uh fucking amazing and and, and scary and i'm not a huge liz cheney fan right right but I respect what she did, and I'll give her credit for that, right? Yeah. And, and the fact that they're, you know, going after her, it's just like, it's scary fucking times right now. Yeah. It's scary times because we have all these QAnon, you know, conspiracy theorists, you know, blah, 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 right? And it's just like, it's growing and growing and growing. And he got 74 million votes. I mean, yeah. that's what they want. 75, yeah, 74, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Let's talk about Trump's legacy right now. And I heard this last night. Do you know that because of Trump and how he handled the COVID pandemic, that the life expect life expectancy for Americans has been reduced by one year? Do you Yo. realize that there are, there have been so many deaths and still more to come that our life expectancy, which was growing, which was getting higher has now been reduced by one year. Okay, and, okay, in the four years, 
the Republicans have lost the House, the presidency, and the Senate. Right now, yep. the Democrats control all three of those. This hasn't happened since Herbert Hoover in 1932. So how can this be Trump's party? I don't get it. So you know what? Actually, that, that's really good what you're saying right now. And I guess if it is Trump's party, right, he would have lost the two seats in Georgia. Right. Exactly. So yeah. maybe yeah. he no, no, that's a, that's a good way to look at it. Yeah. But Lindsey Graham came out the other day, and you're not going to believe this. He said Laura Trump, Trump's uh, daughter-in-law, is the future of the GOP. What the fuck? On January 6th, Graham said, enough is enough. He said the biggest winner now of this whole impeachment trial is uh, Laura Trump. Lindsey, I'd rather be a low hand, Graham, uh, basically said his dear friend Richard Burr, who voted to impeach Trump from North Carolina, basically fucked up. And because of that, Laura Trump is now the future of the GOP. I mean, so wait a second. Is that is that Eric's wife or Donald Jr.'s ex? So I have a I get confused about those because they both have these skanky women that they're with. One's yeah. a girlfriend, and I think that's Donald Trump's juniors has the girlfriend, and Lara Trump that's, is Eric's yeah. wife. I'm pretty sure, right? So and, I, I think Eric Eric Trump looking at him, and I get now why the Republicans saying you know no to late term abortions because I think Eric Trump might have been one. It's it's uh, it's ugly. It's ugly. Not that Donald Jr. is uh, anything to look. Not that any of them or anything to look at, but it's it's rather do, frightening. Do you think every time Donald Trump Jr. makes out with Kimberly Guilfoyle, Gavin Newsom's there laughing, thinking, hey, tastes like me? <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's the making out part that tastes like her, but whatever. Okay, so that kind of brings us to uh, one of my favorite fucktards, uh, Mitch McConnell, who came out after the uh, Trump was acquitted and and then said Trump was to blame for the wannabe coup uh, minutes after voting to let him off. And Trump now has come back and had a rampage about McConnell. Mitch is a dour, sullen, unsmiling political hat, hack. He's gone after McConnell's family now, and he will never do what needs to be done or what is right for our country, where necessary and appropriate. I will back primary rivals who espouse making America great again and our policy of America first. We want brilliant, thoughtful, and compassionate leadership. So let's be honest here. In this thing that Trump came out and said about McConnell, he used the word espouse, which means support. Do you think Trump seriously understands what that word means or do no. you think do you think no. one of his speechwriters uh yes. said okay donald i mean mr trump i mean i mean mr president we wrote we wrote this for you regarding mitch mcconnell and here trump basically says, does it have any big words in it uh yep. yes sir it has the word espouse and trump's like oh good it's only two syllables i can do well, that what the fuck does what it about mean? <laughs> right what about yosemite for yosemite or thailand for Thailand. And of course, Lindsay, I'd rather be a Lohan than a Graham stated on Tuesday that while these two men together 
did a hell of a job. They're now at each other's throat. I'm worried about 2022 uh, more than I've ever been. I don't want to eat our own. That that statement about <laughs> I don't want to eat our own is you could take literally because because Lindsay, I'd rather be a Loham Graham. Basically, I could see him sucking up to Trump and, you know, getting around from the back end and, you know, doing whatever he needs to do to get on Trump's good side so he can get some of those votes in his next do, election. Do you think he'd play the rusty trombone? Do you know what that is? The rusty trombone? I can imagine. Yeah. Yeah. So that's when Lindsay's mouth is on Donald's ass, right? And then he reaches around and grabs a little wanker and plays it like a trombone. Wait, that's how grandma used to give you a bath. Honey came in and she called me red handed, creepy with a girl next door. Did you know that? <laughs> oh, interesting. That's why she said we like to play music together. Yes. Okay, fuck. That now I the get it. Musical I played guitar and you had the rusty trombone. <laughs> so uh, our last political uh, conversation. Can I bring up one thing real quick? Yeah. What's going on out here? And I don't know how bad out there is. Yeah. Okay. I couldn't stand when Trump first came out and talked about, you know, COVID, right? And called it the China virus. I actually, every time I hear it, my whole body just tense up, right? Because I personally find that horribly fucking offensive it and is. racist, right? Horrible. China virus, Wuhan virus. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Or the Kung flu, yeah. right? Yeah. Really? Out here in Chinatown, people are dying and getting pushed down by yeah. these white motherfuckers running around and pushing old people down, right? Because of the China virus. Like, it's like they, and it's just horrible. I it's horrible. It. And Mitch McConnell is a big fucking turtle pussy because his wife is Asian. And he would just let Trump talk about it all the time. Yeah, Mitch McConnell looks like a old man's ball sack. I think he does, fact, actually. If you look at his chin, it kind of, it goes from his mouth down to his man boobs. It, it's this big, like, turkey goiter. kind of looks like a ball sack. It just kind it of It looks like, like a vagina to me. It looks Not like there was a movie back in the 60s called The Blob. It's kind of like yeah. The Blob. It's kind of, it's got the blob thing in his neck. <laughs> like, can't that be, whatever, whatever. Yeah, I, yes. saw, the, I saw the video of the 85-year-old man up in the Bay Area that just was walking and... This thug ran up, pushed him down, yep. and he died. He had, oh, and it was just terrible. And it's, yeah, I've been hearing about it. It sucks. Which which brings me to, uh, you know, the, the news of Rush Limbaugh dying this week. I have no sympathy. I'm not upset that he died. Matter of fact, I believe it couldn't happen soon enough. Soon enough. His supporters during last month's deadly attack on the U.S. Capitol, he was behind them. He used to have a radio segment called AIDS Update where he would celebrate and make fun of deaths of gay folks with bells, horns, and mocking laughter. I mean, it's just, this man couldn't have disappeared fast enough as right. far as I'm concerned. And he, he mocks people with disabilities. He made fun of Michael J. Fox having Parkinson and said he was acting and made fun of his Parkinson movement. There's only one other person I think that I've ever seen right. do that who actually awarded Rush Limbaugh the Presidential Medal of Freedom. I mean, scum sticks to scum. I agree. I agree on that. Yeah, he's horrible. Just a fucking horrible person. Disgusting. So I 
So, so on Twitter, like 30 seconds after he died, yeah, I made a fake bingo card, right? right. Fake bingo card. And I put Roger Ailes, a line through it, okay? Jeffrey Epstein, a line through it. Rush Limbaugh, a line through it, right? And I left Donald Trump there. And I said, come on, guys, wish me luck. <laughs> <laughs> so I left it on. It went viral. And then I deleted it because um, that would have got me kicked off again. Well, I mean, if I had Twitter again, it would get me kicked off. Right, right, right. Well, you're getting smarter in your old age. All right. Yes. It's time to move on because we're just not – you know, politics. We're politics, sports, cars, and cigars. Are you ready for some football? It's time for GBG's weekly takes on sports. Y'all. We're back. The only thing I, I have to say today about sports is every time we start sports, I want to just tip my hat and acknowledge uh, Colin Kaepernick, who I think absolutely what he did four years ago by taking a knee is so peaceful and respectful compared to everything that we see going on today. And the fact that he was so discriminated against and so attacked uh, and then was basically forced to leave football. I just want oh, yeah. to pay him my do respect my homage to him today and we'll now move on to your well, favorite sec. Go, go ahead. Real quick on that one, right? Yeah. <laughs> Is this ironic? Colin Kaepernick takes a knee during the national anthem, right? Right. Oh, and I, I don't know if you're aware of this, or you might be, right? You know when they do all the flyovers and all of that, right? The military? Yes. This and that. You know we pay for that. Taxpayers pay for that. Right. Why the fuck do we need to do that? What you know? How many millions of dollars a year for these flyovers to be patriotic, right? That us taxpayers pay for. It could go to other programs. Why do we need to do a flyover? I like that. But, let's, let's make that right? a mission. But, but, let's but let get me them to stop that. real quick. So Colin Kaepernick, who I love and respect immensely, right, takes a knee, peaceful, right? He's not a fucking patriot. Fuck him. Fuck him. Fuck him. Right? But yet these patriots. Take an American flag, breach the fucking Capitol, and beat the shit over people's, you know, and kill people. Wait, Those are patriots. They walk through the Capitol yeah. with a Confederate flag. Yeah, okay? yeah. They actually shit in the in the Capitol. They they peed in Nancy Pelosi's office. They put their feet. Yeah, yeah. Don't get me started yep. about yep. the definition. So we, okay, we can move on. The the other one little quick uh, mention I have of sports. This week is I'm not a big fan of Joe Buck. I don't know if you know who Joe Buck is, but Joe sure. Buck and is a uh, sports announcer uh, that's uh, on Fox, and he works with Troy Aikman, who I'm sure you've heard of was the Hall of Fame quarterback from the Dallas Cowboys. But Joe Buck has a lot of people that really don't like him that much. He basically came out <laughs> the other day and said, uh, "Oh, just by the way, you know, uh, Troy and I." While we're on the air, every now and then we do a shot of tequila. And I thought, all right, I respect that. I kind of like the fact that, you know, hey, we, you and I should do a shot of tequila before we do every podcast. Do, do, do you remember last time we did that? We were in Mexico? Yes. yes. Bad ending on that one. So, But we can. Well, that's when you 
woke up with the guy named Pepe in the bathtub and you thought he was grandma. But she got me on the counter. It wasn't me. Yeah, I remember. It was that was okay. and baby powder all over. Oh my god. Pepe was kind, okay? Pepe. He was, was very kind. kind. He was a nice young man. Yes, he was. He was. I know. All right, Steve. Time for your favorite segment. Cars. It's that time again, my people. Where little brother teaches big brother about cars. We're not talking Hot Wheels, y'all. How many cars uh, do you have? I, I got uh, 13 right now. 13 cars, okay. What it's car? my passion. Right. Right? And I like to, you know, modify my car, do my little thing, right? And you got to remember, man, I, I work well. When my gym was open, I was good friends with, you know, Kevin Hart, um, the weekend, all these people that, you know, kind of, they all work out there. So it's a big like car culture over there. Right? right. So we all talk about our cars before we go to the gym and stuff. But, um, you know, a, a car that I've had for over a year, that's kind of a fun one is a Lamborghini Urus or Urus. Lamborghini Ur Uranus? No, Urus. That's how you pronounce it, right? Uranus? Urus. Uranus. Exactly. Okay. Wait. The Lamborghini anus. Okay. So wait, wait, here, real quick. I'll, I'll take that? a step back. So Lamborghini, which I am not a fan of at all, because right. I'm not I'm not a huge Lamborghini fan, but I love the SUV. But you know what? Lamborghini back in the day, so I don't know if you know this, he started out, um, he and Ferrari were friends, okay? So Lamborghini built uh, tractors like John Deere right? and really good tractors. And he was making a lot of money. right? He's like, you know what? I'm going to go buy a Ferrari. So he buys a Ferrari. And... The clutch kept them going out on the Ferrari. He'd bring it back in a Ferrari. They'd fix it. It would go out. Bring it back. Fix it. Go out. He finally said, fuck this shit, in his Italian accent. And um, I'm going to start my own oh, car company. Yeah, yeah go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. And so he, Ferrari, likes to use their logo is a prancing horse. Um, they call it Stradale or Stable. And that was uh, Ferrari's logo. Right. Lamborghini uses a bull because... He was huge in the bullfights, right? Wait. So a lot of the Lamborghini uses it's a bull for their It's a bull. Wait. Yeah. It's like a bull with horns. That's their logo. Like like Red Bull. Like Bull Dorham. Like the Chicago Bulls. Oh Jesus, here no? we go. No. no. Like a fucking bull with horns. Like a bull. Like a cow type of bull. Okay, sure, with horns, yes. So wait, so if <laughs> if Trump had a Lamborghini, would it be a bully? Lamborghini. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Wait, bullshit. No. Uh, wait, wait. So, go ahead. So, um, Lamborghini. A lot of the a lot of them are named after famous bulls. These bulls that actually killed matadors, whatever. Chalpa, Mirsalago, Giardo, blah blah blah. So, anyways, Urus is like a prehistoric cow, Uranus, and this oh, is prehistoric cow, Uranus. not Uranus. Yeah. So, it's an SUV, but a lot of people probably don't know this. The world's largest car company is Volkswagen. Uh -huh. Under Volkswagen, you have Porsche, Lamborghini, Bentley. I think they might have just sold Bugatti. Um, and I'm probably missing one. But anyways, an Audi, an Audi. So with this car, this, you know, 750 horsepower car that have SUV, they use, um, it, they use part of a Bentley frame. They use um, Audi electronics and a Porsche engine. So it's a really cool SUV. I want the Ferdinand. I want the Lamborghini Ferdinand. Remember Ferdinand the Bull? Come on, man. That was a kid's kids book that when you were a kid. No, wait. I know what Lamborghini. I want I want the Lamborghini Jordan, named after the, the greatest bull ever. 
There you go. Okay, I like that. How about I like that? that. You you I like that, that but, onto your but the bull you said the bull has to kill somebody. Anyways, but they do a lot of things really well on this car, and they do a play on hexagons inside the car. Every knob, everything's a hexagon, except the fucking cup holders are hexagon. So how do you get a fucking turn- hexagon cup into a couple? Do they make their own cups? Hexagon no, cups? That, you know what? That's actually a brilliant idea. They should and charge, you know, like $5,000 for your carbon fiber cup. Exactly. But, but it's like the old term square peg, round hole. I mean, it's just put it, taking that cup and shoving it in a hexagon is a pain in the fucking ass. It's yeah, a pain in the ass. That's kind of like Lindsey Graham getting behind Mitch McConnell. It's like, I hope my, you know, hexagon can fit into your, you know, Round anus. Saw me banging on the sofa. It wasn't me. Yes. So, anyways, anyways, great car, fun car. It's a love the SUV because it's not big, not small, stupid fast, right? And uh, it's one that um, I've had for a year and a half and not interested in getting rid of yet. So, it's been a really, really fun, good car. So, do you think if we talk highly about these cars on our podcast and we get famous with this podcast do you think you know lamborghini will give give me a lamborghini um we can try we can try on that one i have a good chance of getting the lamborghini uranus i i think because right now we have two followers you and i yeah we probably have to double it at least no i think our sisters uh i think they follow us too because they're oh there you go there you go we have a you know but um but next week we're going to talk mclaren which is my favorite brand of any car ever Okay, yeah, I'll do some research on that and get back to you. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to talk cigars. Smoke them if you got them. Spoken! As you know, we're politics, sports, cars, and cigars. And now here's something I really think, talking about cigars, we may be able to, you know, get these companies to send us cigars to uh, actually sample, I'm hoping. Uh, cough, cough, Gray Cliff, Gray Cliff, Gray cough, cliff. cough, uh, Gray Cliff. Gray Cliff in the Bahamas. <clears throat> okay. <Purple clears throat> I love that place in the Bahamas. What's the name of that restaurant we went to, Brad? Uh, Gray Cliff. Greatest oh, got it. it. What's the cigars called? Gray Cliff. Yep. Got it, got it. It's... And the owner was very nice to us, but remember, hey, if anybody's listening, all you, you two people out there, yes. if you're ever in the Bahamas and go to Gray Cliff, um, the restaurant, if you can... I suggest if there's any way, their wine cellar, you get one of the largest that in the cellar. world. Right. It used to be a uh, a prison for pirates back in the days, uh, and they had the bars on the windowsill. And that wine cellar down in the basement there, that was sick. And a lot of the stuff they have down there is like awesome, just like the old historical stuff, even dating back to uh, the the pirates that were in the. Oh, the Pirates of the Caribbean. So here's a very cool story. Central America is celebrating its 200th year of independence uh, from the Spanish Empire uh, this this year, 2021. So it seems fitting that Nicaragua's oldest cigar company is relishing the event with a special smoke. It's called the Hoya de Nicaragua. Will commemorate the bicentennial with a one-time release of Doscientos, which means 200 in English, as well as this. Get get ready for this. 
a virtual smoking event in September for those who purchase a box. So Steve, I think you gotta go look into this and get each one of us a box. I'll buy us two boxes. Yeah. I, I will actually search it out because actually I'm a Hoya fan and I like it. I mean, even 90% of the stuff I smoke is Cuban. I do like Hoya. Um, absolutely, I'm gonna research this right when you and I hang up. Awesome, good, good, good. See, that's good. And And finally, 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 we always have to end on a on a high note. So uh, I I found out uh, I forgot who told me this, but you know the laughing emoji, the one that the laughing emoji. It's, yeah, yeah. It's people generation Gen Zers are now using a emoji with a skull, uh, which has become popular replacement for the laughter. Basically, they're they're saying that. Uh, that they stopped using it back when they started noticing that old people are using the laughing emoji all the time. So they have this skull emoji. So like you're dead. I figured to make it work perfectly, that skull emoji is a appropriate, appropriate, exactly how I feel about how we should say goodbye to Rush Limbaugh. We put that skull emoji right there and everyone will know, yes, He's gone. It's it's good. We're smiling. We're moving on, and uh, the world we will be better. But remember, older people who may be listening to us eventually, don't use that laughing emoji anymore. It makes you look old. Do you ever use emojis? On Twitter, I've probably used it this morning a hundred times. Okay, the laughing emoji. Yeah. Oh my God. So you got to do. You see this uh, skull here? Yep, yep. That's yep. what they're saying to use now. Uh, I can't and, and it's funny because when I, so it's funny when I post nude pictures on Twitter. Yeah. I always see the laughing emoji also. So when you do those selfies on Twitter, do you have to blow them up? Um, <laughs> a little bit, but I like to preface was it was a very very cold day in California. It was like ninety two degrees. And when you're doing those pictures on Twitter. Yes. Can everyone see the baby powder? Well, just um, I don't know about that, but just remember, Manscaping 101. If you trim the bushes, the deck will look larger. Oh, well, that's that's a good note for us to go yes. out on, my brother. Uh, you know, it's not a big note; it's a it's a little note, but it's a good note for us to go out on. And this is great. I love you. I love doing. Love this you too, man. This is uh, way too much fun, and you know, we'll see. Uh, if we can get some people to follow us, I think uh, we have uh, something special that, uh, you know, and we can't get kicked off our own podcast. Actually, we can't. Yeah. So we're good. Yeah. We're good, man. All right, brother. East Coast out. I love you. West Coast. Love you, man. They are the original GBGs. See y'all next week. And remember this. They care about y'all. So don't piss them the fuck off. DJ Orthos, out of here. Just wave.